0: again for joining me for Health and Triumph, the Struggle to Overcome. When we talk about things we have to overcome in life, starting with dis- debilitating conditions, disabilities. I have a few. But we don't simply exist. We want to live. And we only can do that by talking about things. So today's topic. That we are going to discuss, which once again, for those that don't know, we have a Sunday conversation any day of the week, any time of the day, just like you're sitting down there having a meal anything is on the table. Our topic is brought on from listening to another speaker, which um, his name eludes me. I wish I could remember his name right now, but he brought up an interesting topic. And it was religious-based. Even though I'm a spiritual person, I grew up in, I'm also a Catholic. I grew up in a Catholic church. I also had uh, relatives who were actually ministers, Christian ministers, but not Catholic ministers. So I kind of grew up in the church, so to speak, in the concepts. I'm not going to say I agree with everything. I'm not going to say I don't agree with a lot. I think our knowledge always falls somewhere in between. We're talking about the um, greatness of creation from an insignificant speck that got created, what, a couple billion years after the actual creation of the universe <laughs> before the earth started to form. So our knowledge is limited to say the least. But on to that point, the topic this gentleman was bringing up was that we should marry later because the sanctity of the family, the commitment in education, the commitment in God and church and God's principles. And I do agree with him. I do think that people should get, should get married later but for different reasons. A lot of his arguments, i poked holes in them because that's what I do in my mind. I poke holes in things sometimes. Sometimes you have to question yourself from a negative point of view to get to the positive end. See from all perspectives, so to speak. But his argument was, if you live in the light of God, this is what you should do. But religion has caused a lot of people over the millennia to marry younger. You know what I mean? Like, it was more of a contract. And then the contract was upheld by your beliefs in society, i.e. your beliefs in God, because religion controlled society, depending on where you were. It influenced those rules. So it was a spiritual course of a union. But the union didn't start because you spiritually chose each other. The union most likely started because the parents chose each other for you, chose the other child for you. Also, the age. Most marriages happened. I wanted to, I'm sorry for the pause. I wanted to say that most marriages happened around a certain age, but. In certain situations, when when marriages was marriage, power broker marriages, the child might have been promised as early as three, four, five, six years old, (laughs) which is ridiculous, right? We call that a pedophile. You know, you have designs on a child. You're going to give your child away? Like if if, if a parent gave their child away at four or five years old, six years old, We'd we'd question that, right? But it was common practice. And then you married your children off around, what, 12, 13, 14 years old. They were able to go get some space. Y'all traded some, you know, whatever. A heifer. (laughs) You know what I mean? To maintain the farm. Some chickens, some bulls, some lands. um, Near stream. She was real valuable if you traded near water you know, on some good land. Um, but it was a transaction. It was a business transaction. It wasn't a spiritual transaction, but because religion of those eras ruled, it was turned into a spiritual transaction. So these things that he said, I feel like historically they flawed. They wasn't flawed if you we were living in those times, but they're flawed in the concept of we're not living in those times right now and we're supposed to be more educated and more advanced which is why we expect you to make better decisions but then there's a primal nature to a lot of things your body starts changing you want to experience things without drug inducement you know a lot of times Sexual relations make you feel very good. If it didn't make you feel very good, it wouldn't be something that was done in high quantity like it is now. It's very enjoyable. Very, very enjoyable. So that's why people gravitate towards it. Now, in our society, sex is put front and foremost in media, all forms. They're the biggest uh, scandal. Scandals with sex are involved. With power. You can have who you want. That's how they bill it. And they don't mean you can have any servant they want you want. they saying you can have who you want. So it's billed in that way. And how do they expect people not to put a premium on sex before they even have sex? They value it before it happens. Plus... It gives the impression that you're an adult, that you're a free spirit. Now, the reality of it is sex the children. So now you have these things in our society that's thrown out there, and kids want to experience it. And then they sit down there and they look at pregnancy, and then they look at kids their own age with kids. And then they say it to themselves, that's not a bad person. I know that person that might be a relative or that might have been a parent. And then we discuss it to a degree. But we just talk about sex. We don't talk about the responsibility of if you having sex and you become a parent. That should be a part of our education process for our kids. What are your responsibilities moving forward? What if you have a child? What do you? What are you going to do? What does society say you're going to do? And what's going to be ups- uh, unacceptable? And what's going to get you in trouble? That last portion of it, do we really have an answer to that? If a child is abused, that'll get you in trouble. But most things don't just happen because they go from that car commercial zero to sixty. Most things is a progression. So maybe if the process, we were more um, honest with ourselves and figured out how we can make this work, be willing to part with some more money. Because I don't care what kind of civilization you have, if the people are inclined to follow the rules because they like the way that their life go, that comes with education. Some people say it comes with manipulation. Hey, I personally don't care. People have a responsibility for their actions, and it affects other people. Now, you can't make everybody be responsible, but you can make the majority of them be responsible. You can let them know there's some consequences to not being responsible. You see how all this kind of ties in together? We started off with marrying later in life, and then we're all over teenage pregnancy and responsibility of parents. And mind you, you got some parents that's in their late 20s, 30s, and even 40s who were like piss poor parents, to say the least. And they waited. They waited. Now, I'm not advocating teenage pregnancy. I'm just talking about the man's point and how I look at it from multiple perspectives, how we all going to look at it from different perspectives. We're going to talk about it because we're going to gain an opinion from it and see where it goes. But once again, this gentleman was talking about that. And I was listening to his um, particular point of view, punching holes and agreeing with some things. Now, I do agree that people should be more mature when they get married. But once again, there's other factors. What about the factor if you want to be out on your own, it costs so much money. So a lot of people that can't live at home. Because we're still in the stage where parents want to kick their kids out when they're 18, which I, I'm i going to deviate here for a second, because I think that is such the most ridiculous bullshit. Okay. When I was 18, and mind you, I'm 50 years old, yeah, I left. But I had an apartment in a nice area with a nice job. And I was living good. All my bills didn't take up all my money. I still could go out. I still could socialize. When the money started to catch up to the bills, the money I made, I went and got a second job. I worked it Monday through Friday the same days I worked my other job and that was my spending money. And then, once again, inflation wasn't like it is today. So I could still enjoy myself, socialize, pay all my bills, and not struggle. These kids today cannot do that. Their generation aren't allowed to do that. If you leave at 18, Where the hell are you going? If your parents aren't well-to-do and can set you up, then the only place you can be going is school, which a lot of kids go to school and half-ass it at school. Some kids half-ass it at school because they want to go to college and they want to get out the house more so than they want to have a driving career. Some kids do want to have a driving career. Some kids know, I don't think that I don't know what my career is going to be, but I know college is going to be a portion of it, and they go and try to find their own path. But why would you, as a parent, know that society is harder to get along and just throw your kid out? Now, it's one thing if your kid is not being productive, and then they're just adding to an uncomfortable situation. That's one thing. But if a kid is trying to be uh, productive and to have stuff, Why not help them along? If they were younger, they'd still be living there. What's the the difference? Until they can establish themselves on a nice level. I feel so disgruntled when I hear that from parents. Oh, they're 18, they can get the hell out. Do they have a job? Do they have a good job? Can they pay for rent? And I live in a major city. Rent is ridiculous. Rent is ridiculous. So why not let them stay there and then become a homeowner? They may not be able to get the home of their dreams, but let them learn how it is to, to to get a smaller home and then transition to a bigger home and then keep on moving up. Granted, they may live someplace they didn't want to live for a couple of years. Teach them the importance of credit. Let them sit down there and see how their money go, how they can save. Like if you teach them that, listen, you got to save your money. If you're here, you can't be doing this or I'm going to take some of your money and then you're going to have to pay rent and then I'll save it for you. But if, if, my point is, and some of those scenarios won't work for certain people, but to just throw them out and say, hey, they're 18, you're an adult. No, you're not a adult. It's a reason why you can't go to a bar and start drinking until you're 21, right? They had lengthy discussions on that. They get a tax for money after prohibition. They wanted that money. Okay, it's a reason why they came up with 21, right? We don't discuss that, but there's always a reason to every decision. We may not like the decisions, but there's always a reason somewhere. Come on now. Now, back to the main topic. You're talking eighteen, twenty-one, 21, and now you're saying 24 is a good age to get married. I don't think 24 is a great age to get married. But my point was, when I went into this segue, was that couples get together sometimes just so they can change their living environment. So they couple with somebody because financial, they're making a financial decision, like a financial decision when they used to make these arranged marriages in days gone past. So they making a present day financial decision. But the difference is the commitment is not there. It's not like we're going to get married and we're going to stay together. And then let's face it, all those marriages didn't work out. Is the marriage working because you produce kids? Because that was the purpose of it, to produce kids. So did they? They worked out to that extent, but was there beatings going on? Was there humiliations going on? Were there cheatings going on? Hell yeah! That's no different than today. If somebody values you, they will not do certain things, and that's the key—like the maturity level. Somebody that loves you and values you won't do certain things. Sometimes they may do certain things because they made a mistake. Sometimes it may be pressures in the relationship that leads to mistakes. But there are limits to what people do when your heart is involved. So if your heart is not involved in a lot of things, it's, it's, it's madness. No matter what age you are. No matter what is going on. So now we sit down here and we're discussing people should and he didn't actually say it, but I get the impression if you were more spiritual and you believed in God and you waited till you were 24, you would be able to you would be able to get married and you would be able to make it work. And I totally disagree with that. If you're not ready to be married, you're not going to be ready to be married. And then like I said, there's always distractions in this world right now. Where it's okay to be unfaithful on all levels of relationships. And it's acceptable. People understand it. And I mean for men and women because it was unfair before. When it was like if you was a woman, we might throw you in the river for it. But if you was a man, hey, that's a man. No. No, 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 no. We're supposed to be more mature. Let's be advanced about this. It's unfair in both ways. Both of you have a responsibility to it. But now, the further we get away from the past and moving towards the future, the further that we get away from people understanding that in relationships, they all have duties. Now, in those old relationships, duties were defined. You're supposed to have kids. You're supposed to take care of the household, this and that. He's supposed to provide for the kids. Okay. That was a thing because of the way the world was. Like he could hunt, he could fight. She couldn't, she was safer in the house than being out and about when certain things were going on. So it was a practical thing along with a negative social standard, but it was practical to a sense. So we should be more practical in how we deal with our relationships right now. More honest on what should be done. More, um, knowledgeable for what be what should be done. I'm not saying we should go back to arranged marriages or nothing like that. I'm not because you just, just because something may have not been a perfect thing doesn't mean it wasn't some good elements in that thing. So you pull out the good and bring it forward. It just seems like the more advanced we get, the more intelligent we get, the more stupid we get in certain things and unrealistic in certain things. So let's try to be more understanding in certain things. Don't marry somebody if you don't love them. The finances is a part of that relationship, whether you believe in God or not. You need to eat. That relationship, and I say this all the time, and I know I sound like a cold-hearted bastard, but you need food more than you need love. Love is a part of life, and you need it, and it can impact you. But you know, immediate, in the immediate future, you need to eat. So, if a person is messing up the money and things can't work, then they, they, they just can't work. Most marriages end in divorce because of money. There's a reason for that, there's a big reason for that. You know, money in our society tends to be a priority. Now, that doesn't mean that love shouldn't be a factor, it doesn't mean that anybody can fall on a hard time. Because you're in a marriage, one person loses a job or falls on a hard time, hard times. Hey, y'all together, y'all can get through it together. I'm not saying you're not. But I'm just saying people aren't realistic about what the responsibilities in society is and that they are ever-changing when it comes to marriage. Now, when this person was talking, he was leaning towards the sexual aspect of it, like, wait till you 24 to have sex. And I started off with the history of marriage because the reality of the situation is when you start getting those those feelings and you're younger, you're going to be wanting to try it. And because our society, these kids have so much freedom, a lot of them are going to try it. So how do you stop that? Do I agree with them that they should put it off? Yeah, I definitely agree with it. But the question is how? So you can agree with something, but how do you prevent it? You have kids like going out all the time, social gathering, extracurricular activities. Both parents got to work. Who are watching these kids? Actually, I would like to see the numbers for a teenage pregnancy during the time of the pandemic as compared to before the pandemic. Because now the kids had to be home with their parents in that little two year span where everything was pretty much locked down and they were home, I bet you that's going to have an effect on the number of how many kids were born. It might have been a lot of kids born by adults because they were locked in. But I I wonder about the number with kids because they couldn't get out. See, there's a difference. A door swings both ways, in and out. The kids couldn't get out. But the adults were locked in with other adults. So I would love to see those numbers. And see, this is why we have these Sunday conversations any day of the week, any time of the day, because we can talk about so many things and come up with other ideas and then look into them and try to figure it out. Huh? Maybe it was a good thing in this. Maybe kids don't need that freedom. Maybe they don't need to go to school five days a week. You know, there was a point in America when we homeschooled. We had to where schools were only reserved from the rich, and we survived and got to the point we are now. So shouldn't we homeschool? Shouldn't there be more values taught than just numbers or what you can remember? I come across kids all the time, and you do stuff for them. And even the ones that say thank you don't really say thank you right away. They say thank you when that service is complete. think about that. They had to think about whether they should say thank you in that situation. That means they're not being taught the right way. Or they didn't experience watching somebody doing it the right way. Because they do mimic certain things, especially in language. Not personality, but language. So it's all about where we're going to go, but how are we going to get there? And what did we learn? So, as I said, I punched a lot of holes in what he said. Ultimately get to the point where I agree marriages should take a little bit longer. Or maybe the requirements to get married should be a little bit different other than just the license. Because that way people will understand what their responsibility is. But before we even get to that point, parents should teach their kids what their responsibility is because society should tell those parents, this is your responsibility at the bare minimum to teach your kids. These things they have to know socially, and we're going to be watching you. I don't believe in too much government oversight, but I believe there should be oversight in certain things because it's affecting whole communities on a negative way so that's my daily thought today let me know what you think about it I'm on um, all forms of social media Melvin Ward please send me a message tell me what you think do you have anything you want to talk about do you want to dispute what I said hey we can go on zoom and have a meal and talk about this and then we can have our little Sunday conversation and discuss this. I look forward to talking to you in the future. I'm sorry about the break. I broke my leg, which is going to lead to another topic, whereas though um why do we sometimes fuse to be, refuse to be taken care of, but we ask people to take care of us what are my, what are our perceptions about that? But I look forward to talking to you again. I want you. I want to thank everyone that took the time to listen to this little podcast. Uh, I'm going to start promoting it a little bit more since my foot is broken and I'm in the house a little bit more because I do have a job. I'm just a man that grabbed the phone that had something to say. And I think that it could be helpful or maybe it's not. I only know from people's reactions. Thank you so much for joining me. I look forward to talking to you in the future.